Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm your host, Jessica Shee, and I'm really excited for today's guest. It's someone that I have had the pleasure to know and work with for a few years now, and I know you guys are going to get so much from hearing her interview. Today, I'm joined with Randy Halloway. Randy is a soul and business coach for those who are ready to step into their highest level of mastery and claim more freedom abundance, and fulfillment in their lives. She has been a successful entrepreneur since 2001 and is grateful for the vast array of experiences that have shaped her into who she is today. Her background includes a successful 17-year career as a hairstylist, owning and managing a salon in downtown San Diego for over five years, which she sold in 2017. Since 2016, Randy has been coaching and supporting her clients to create and implement key strategies and organization within their businesses and their lives. She's on a mission to help you love yourself fully and live a heart-centered life. Randy, welcome to the Hashtag Manage podcast. Tell me a little bit more about you. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here. Hello to everyone listening and yeah, thanks for reading that. It's interesting sometimes hearing that back. It kind of got like a little emotional because I just feel, you know, so connected to my purpose and what it is that I'm doing. But um, gosh, okay, a short version of a little bit about me is I am originally from Canada. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I have been an entrepreneur since I think age of six or seven. I was begging my dad for a lemonade stand, wrapping paper business, whatever I could do. Um, I ended up um, going to 11 schools before high school, moved around a lot when I was young, ended up growing up in Vegas and started doing hair. I did hair for 17 years, which was a very um, sort of heart opening experience for me as well. And then I uh, opened a salon in 2012. I had that for about five and a half years. Uh, in the midst of all of that, I was married and divorced twice. So a lot of life experience, a lot of learning. Um, as I was on my healing and transformational journey and learning how to love myself as well. At some point, I realized that's what I really wanted to do. That's what I was the most passionate about was helping other people learn how to love themselves, learn how to connect to their hearts, step into their power and create uh, a heart-centered life. So that's what I do now. I love that. And it's always so fun to hear other people talk about our journey. We obviously know everything we've gone through, but to hear it laid out in a timeline, I know is always such an interesting thing. Well, Randy, you have so much experience in not only business, but in life as well. And I know we'll dive into all of those topics as we go through our conversation, but you're now a soul in business coach. And I want to dive deeper into that. But first, can you share more about your journey as a salon owner from starting the business to selling it? And I would love to know, did fear ever creep in? Yes, it did. hundred percent. Um, 
So basically I had been doing hair for years and I was working at a salon in San Diego and I wasn't the happiest there. And so I thought, you know, what if I just kind of opened my own little small space? So like I can create the culture the way I want to maybe have a couple of stylists with me. So I found a spot in downtown San Diego. It was about 600 square feet. It wasn't really fully prepared for this. Honestly, I didn't have a ton of money at the time, but I thought I can do this. It's three stations. It's 600 square feet. Started doing the deal. Um, right before the deal was about to close, I was actually um, working in Vegas. I was living in San Diego, but I commuted to Vegas for eight years to do hair for the first eight years that I was in San Diego. And I got a call from the the man and he said, um, just want to let you know that we're canceling your deal. We decided to go with a man. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. And I remember being like triggered initially. It was about 30 seconds of like, what the heck, you know? And then I just quickly had this like sense of calm of like, you know what? There's something else here for me. So, but what it did is it started me on this journey and just like, um, I like to teach a lot of my clients is like, you know, everything is happening for us and for a reason. So I was trusting that. So now I was like, okay, I know I want to do something. So I started, and I know I wanted to be downtown. So I started looking around and I had seen this space for probably a couple of years. That was this beautiful space that had this like huge brick wall. It was really, really big. That was like 4,500 square feet, but it was abandoned. So I was walking by one day and I saw it and I've always been one of those people who was like, you know, not afraid to ask for what I wanted. So I called them up and I was like, Hey, like, I'd like to open a salon, but I only want a small space. Can I have this, like, just this little corner in the front, like a thousand square feet. And they're like, just come on in we'll figure it out. So we start this deal. They're going to give me this thousand square feet. So now I've gone from 600 square feet to a thousand square feet. I'm like, okay, I can, I can do that. We start the deal. And then I get a call from them one day and they're like, Hey, just want to let you know, we have, you have to take this whole side. It's 2,500 square feet. There's just no other way we can do it. Like it doesn't make sense for the space. And I was like, Oh, okay. So it was a really interesting thing of like seeing how the universe had presented it to me in these like sections to like help me get on board with it. And I have to say probably to this day, that was the most divine thing that had ever happened in the sense that like, it just felt like a yes. Like there was no other option and everything I needed, like all of a sudden the graphic designer I needed was like at the barbecue and was like getting started and could give me like, help me with my website and my logo. Um, I needed my establishment license. Um, I needed to have it within like six weeks. So that's when they needed me to start paying rent. It normally takes 15 weeks. I kept calling the lady and finally she's like, I don't know why, but your, your application's on my desk. I'm going to push it through, you know, and I got it way faster and all these different things were just aligning. So it's kind of like a divine intervention of like, here it is. Everything was built out. It was just like, here you go. And so I was like, all right, let's do this. A lot of people thought I was crazy. Like, what was I doing? It didn't have a lot of money at the time. I think I had like $10,000 to be honest. So I just took a leap and was I scared? A hundred percent. But there was a, a knowing inside and I trusted that. Um, so I got started. I cried every day for the first six months because <laughs> I had no idea how I was going to pay the rent, how I was going to pay the bills. But about six months in is when I broke even. And I remember that being like a really big day for me and just feeling really um, grateful for the way that that happened. And then I went on this journey of massive, massive uncomfort, <laughs> massive transformation, um, having to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations with people. 
at the mm -hmm. time the, the salon had about 15 spots. And I remember thinking like, I just want to fill it up right away. But what was interesting, and again, I think we can all attest to like moments where we just want to get to the place, right? But sometimes mm -hmm. we're not ready for that yet. And what I realized is I wanted to fill all the spots. That's, that's what my mind was telling me. But even just getting the first two people, I remember being like, oh my gosh, like they're just asking me for things all the time. They like are so reliant on me. Like, this is weird. I've never had this before, you know? So there was a process of that too, of learning how to be a leader, of learning how to be um, uh, somebody who could help guide them and show up, but while also taking care of myself and the overall business. So there was so much growth, so much expansion, a lot of uncomfortable conversations. I remember the first time I fired somebody, I was like literally shaking. Like she was like, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay at all. Um, but these were the conversations that helped me grow, helped me step more into my power, helped me become a more empowered leader. And it was one of the most transformational times of my life. It was fun. We did events. It was just, it was a really beautiful experience. And so about three or four years in, um, I was like, okay, what am I really the most passionate about? And what I had realized is I'd been doing hair for years. I had been, you know, owning the salon now for a few years. I loved creating. I loved building. I loved coaching people. I was mm -hmm. naturally coaching all of my clients since the day I started. <laughs> my dad's a coach and author and trainer. So it was like kind of in my blood. Um, and I kind of knew I had it like on a shelf, like one day I'll be a speaker and a coach, but like I was uncomfortable. So I was like, not today, that's over there. But I was naturally doing it for my clients. And then I naturally started creating coaching programs for my employees. I would meet with them every week and we would talk about their business and we would talk about their growth. But then at the end of the day, I realized every single one of the people I was coaching or helping, I was helping them with how they felt about themselves, mm -hmm. with how they treat themselves with the decisions they were making in their lives and where that was coming from. And so at some point it became really clear that the thing I was the most passionate about was helping women, people learn how to love themselves, learn how to remember who they were, that they were powerful, that they were worthy, that they were safe, that they were loved, that they could have the life that they truly desire. And so that was the moment I thought, you know, I think it's time to sell. So it took me some time to really get, um, accept that because I was like very, very invested. Mm -hmm. I actually had a business coach at the time who told me that I wasn't going to be able to sell and I wasn't going to be able to make a profit because the salon industry did, wasn't very profitable. Mm -hmm. And so I said, you know, appreciate your feedback. I just, you know, I know who I am. I know this space. I know how magical it is. So I just got really clear on what I wanted. And within about two months, I attracted these two younger uh, ladies who paid very close to asking price for the salon. We did the deal in like a month and a half. Wow. And uh, now <clears throat> they have, uh, well, it's one of one lady now. She has taken it to the next level, which was really important to me because I was a part of my legacy. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so happy about that. And a lot of times people ask me like, do you miss doing hair? Do you miss the salon? And it's like, I don't. I don't miss that. It's I, I just feel like I'm so grateful for the time, but it was like there, it was also time for the transition. So mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for the time as a hairstylist. I'm so grateful for the time as a salon owner. But now, you know, once I, once I sold the salon, I started my online business and that, that came with its own uncomfort and fears because I was really good at selling the service of hair and selling the products that would come with it. But as I started my online business, it was like now I was selling myself. So there was a whole new layer of fear and 
comfort, rejection, all those things. So with the salon, it was like, well, what if I fail? What if I fall? What if it doesn't work out? Same thing when I uh, opened my um, online business. So, you know, the theme across the way, I've had now two um, multiple six figure, or I'm sorry, three multiple six figure businesses with my hair business, my salon, and now my coaching business, my online business. But each one of them came with very similar fears of like, what if I fail? What if I'm rejected? Nobody likes me. What if I stop making money? What if, what if, what if? And these, all these stories. So that was something that I definitely had to navigate along the way. But the more I just stepped into it and did it anyway, mm-hmm. that's where the growth was. That's where the transformation was. The more I stepped into the uncomfortable, then I would grow and get stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, not only um, with inside of myself and who I was, but like it was showing up in my results in my business. And so that's kind of the story of the salon and and how I became a soul and business coach or a self-love and business coach. Yeah, I love that. And I, I really love the just patterns that once you kept getting to that next level and up-leveling yourself, there was still those thoughts of fear creeping in. I know from when, you know, even if I'm doing something new in business or if I'm hearing from someone inside of our community, they're always thinking to themselves, once I do that, I'll fulfill everything and I won't have fear anymore and different things like that. So I think that's such a really important thing to, to know that that is always going to come in, but I love your advice around just stepping into it and doing it. And I know one thing that you always share is that the universe doesn't hand us anything we're not capable of, which I think is a really important thing to just remember that, you know, there's a reason why this is coming into our life and why we're being handed this situation. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's always a reason. It's just a matter of, you know, are you willing to look at that? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like you are always a choice. I, I say this all the time too. We're creating in every moment. And I know we're going to dive more into this, but we're either creating from our head, our ego, our fear, lack, or we're creating from our heart, our truth, our intuition, our power. It's one or the other. And you're constantly, you have free will and you have choice. Do I want to let the fear run the show? And that's okay. It's just, you're going to have fear-based results. Or do I want to let my heart and my power run the show, which means I get to have powerful heart-based results. And we're human. We have egos, we have fear, we have trauma. And that's part of our transformation is accepting that. Our freedom is in acceptance. That we're never going to be perfect. That's an ego-based story that just sets us up. When am I perfect? Like you said, it's always the outward thing. Well, when I can get the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. So again, I'm, I'm somebody who has accomplished a lot in my life, uh, relationships, diamond rings, you know, big houses, nice cars, a success in business. Um, but I, I can assure you that the outward thing is not what does the job. Mm-hmm. This is an inward job. This is an inward thing. That's where the true happiness comes from. And so, but we have to start to be able to discern where we're creating from and what we're choosing. Are we choosing to let the fear run the show and play small and hide or sabotage or whatever that looks like? Or are we choosing to be like, no, I'm going to step into my power and I'm going to do this thing that my heart is calling me to do. And that's what just gets to determine, you know, what your results are, what kind of life you have. It's actually pretty simple. It's just the mind makes it complex because of all the stories. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, I love that. And I hope everyone listening is 
honestly going to go back and listen to everything that Randy just shared there because it's just a really important thing to kind of keep looping through and asking yourself constantly, where am I coming from in this current moment with everything that not only business hands you, but also life as well. I think that that is really, really important. Kind of going off of that into my next question, Randy, what are a few limiting beliefs and blocks that stand in the way of most female entrepreneurs and how can we overcome those blocks to stop playing small? Yeah, yeah, that's a really great question. So kind of like um, continuing off of what I was already saying, I think most people, their biggest fear is failure in business, um, rejection, abandonment, and then the core is alone, right? So what if I put myself out there and then I fail? That's going to be really uncomfortable. What if I put myself out there and then someone tells me no or that they think I'm stupid? That's going to make me uncomfortable. What if someone leaves? I feel abandoned. That's going to make me uncomfortable. The core wound typically there is now I feel alone. So for anyone listening, if you're really looking to go next level with your transformation, like just said, re-listen to what I just said, because it's pretty powerful. And like the, the idea of reflecting on what am I really afraid of here? Because when you can put light on that and you can understand what you're afraid of and the trauma that's associated with it, now you're onto something because the awareness is the power. Without the awareness, we can't heal it. With the awareness, yes, it might be uncomfortable, but now you have the opportunity to fully fly, right? So those are, those are, I would say, the main fears, stories that come up that people are constantly telling me about, um, whether it's in my group programs, my membership, my one-on-one, or just speaking to people like at events or friends or whatever that is, right? So what's, what's kind of going on is, again, we are creating in every moment and we have an ego and the ego is hardwired to protect us and it's protecting us from feeling something. Okay. And then on the other side, we've got our heart. And now the heart space is the part of us who fully remembers who we are. And what I mean by that is the part of us that knows that we're safe today, knows that we're loved today, know that we're, knows that we're worthy today, not when I lose five pounds, get the hot guy, get the marriage, get the kid, get the net five more clients, get the 100K a month, right? Today. That is your truest freedom. So understanding A, we all have fear, we all have trauma is your first step. B, getting closer to, okay, where is it really coming from? So if you know that you have a fear and you know you have a pattern or dynamic, where is it coming from? Is it coming from your head or your heart? Right. So this is something that if you can start to get a little bit more inquisitive, if you can start to get a little bit more curious, the more light you can put on this is where your freedom is going to be. But what I typically do with people is um, I help them identify, again, what the fear is, what the block is. And then I help them understand that it's simply coming from their mind, which means it's not really true. The mind is just creating this story. Well, if I quit my job and and start um, my own business, I'm going to fail. You know, if I ask that person out, I'm going to be rejected. You know, if someone doesn't like me, that means I'm not good enough. Uh, Whatever these stories are. So it creates these stories. And what's going on from the mind's perspective is it creates these stories to, to protect us from feeling something. So the idea here is that we all have these emotions with inside of us, fear, rejected, abandoned, not good enough, et cetera. 
But why we're so afraid of feeling them is because, A, there's been a misunderstanding that these feelings are trying to hurt us or that there's a meaning to them. So a feeling of, oh, I'm afraid of failure comes up. The mind sort of attaches a lasso to this feeling. It pulls you back and says, well, if you feel like failure, that means you are a failure. Now think about that from a logical perspective. If you're believing that you are a failure, if you're believing that you are rejected, if you're believing that you are alone, that's pretty heavy. It's pretty intense. From a logical perspective, it makes sense why you're like, nope, I'm not going to be an entrepreneur. I'm not going to ask that person out. I'm not going to put myself out there. Why would I do that? I don't want, I am a, I would make, it makes me feel like I'm a failure and I don't want to feel that way. So that's what's kind of going on underneath the surface. So what I do is I help people identify how the ego is at play there, how it's playing havoc with the inevitable emotions are there and learn how to detach from the story. What if you could identify the story, identify what's coming from your ego, identify that it wasn't true. Get to the emotion that's under the surface. Here's the deal, you guys. We are feelers, whether we like it or not. We have emotions coming up. Most of our society is doing everything they can to run, to suppress, to avoid with addictions from their feelings. If that's working out for you and you like the plan you're on, by all means, continue on. But if you are not loving your results, I'm telling you that this is the core here. This is where you can start to open things up and change and shift and transform how you're showing up how you feel is by getting to this piece here, understanding that your feelings aren't trying to hurt you. There, there is no meaning to them. They have nothing to do with anyone else learning how to process them. That is when you naturally come back into your body because everything else is up here, your head up, which means you're not really present, which means think about some of the decisions you've made over the last couple months. How many times were you like, why did I do that? Why did I make that choice? How did I get here when I drove home? Like, was I even in my body? It's because it was all ego-based. So the idea of what I'm speaking about, and this is what I help my clients do, is like, then you naturally, once you go through that process, you naturally fall back into your power, fall back into your body, that part of you again that remembers, wait a second, I'm already safe and loved and, and worthy, which means I have nothing to lose. I am so powerful beyond measure. I have access to infinite possibilities. I can do anything I want. If it doesn't work out, I learned a lesson. My dad always said to me, you're either winning or you're learning. Mm -hmm. Winning or you're learning. Failure is just a feeling. Fear is just a feeling. Rejection is just a feeling. That is all. When you understand this, you are now free to step into your power and literally remember that you can create anything you want. Now, things start to get fun. This is where life gets to be more fun. And to be clear, it's not because there's no challenge. It's not because there's still not ego stories or trauma. I've been doing this work for 20 plus years. I'm highly skilled at navigating trauma, navigating challenges, triggers, all those things, but I still have to work on it. I'm committed to this as a daily practice, which I know we'll talk more about um, what that is, but this is a commitment. This is a lifestyle to making you a priority, to loving you as your own best friend. What if you truly loved yourself as your truest, high, highest best friend and you took care of yourself first? How could you show up for other people? How could you show up in your business? How could you show up in your family? I often use the airplane analogy. They're telling us right there, you guys. It's so clear. 
don't put your mask on first, who, how are you going to show up for other people? If you're still waiting for the knight in shining armor to show up and knock on the door, you might want to rethink that strategy. It's not that they, those, those types of people that can come in and, and reflect beautiful things back to you don't exist. It's just, it's all a reflection of what's going on inside. So I would say I'm in the best place I've ever been in my life today. I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life today, but it's not necessarily because all of these outward things. It's because of how I feel inside. It's because of my ability to navigate any challenge that comes my way. So do I still have fear? Yes. But the difference is I know how to work through it. So now I'm going to do it anyway. And I know that whether someone likes me or they don't like me, I've got me. That, my friends, is true freedom. So longer-winded answer. Hopefully that answered your question. (laughs) Absolutely. It answered it and provided so much more, which was really, really good to hear because I think the biggest thing that I hear from so many people in our community is that they're afraid to feel the fear. So I hope that this episode has been really just eye-opening to them that one, it's okay to feel the fear. And two, it's powerful to feel that fear and to use that as a tool. Randy, you talk a lot about, you know, coming from your head, so your mind or your ego versus coming from your heart. So I want to dive into that a little bit more. And I know we've kind of sprinkled in a little things about what that means throughout this episode, but what does it truly mean to live a heart-centered life? Yeah, it's a beautiful question. I had chills when you were saying that. I'll say lastly, too, just to close that last piece is when you stop running from fear, it stops chasing you. Yeah, it's the simplest thing. You know, it feels like it's chasing us because, again, we've bought into this story that it's real and it's trying to hurt us. But in reality, it's not. It's just trying to get our attention. So when we turn around and just look at it, it's like, oh, thank God you're just looking at me. And it's like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. just a feeling. Now we're afraid. Yeah. So to add that piece too. Um, what does it mean to live a heart-centered life? So going back to what I was speaking about around when you're really in your power, when you're really connected to your heart and your truth, this is that part of you that now remembers. And when I, the reason why I say remember is because I believe we all have access to what I call divine truths of who we really are, where we come from, why we're here. And I feel like one of my uh, purposes is to help people remember that. I'm not here because, you know, I made all of this up. This is something that's coming through me as a channel to just help people remember that, by the way, even though you have an ego and you have trauma and we're living in this really dense 3D dimension with a lot of fear and a lot of chaos, um, at the core, you are safe. You are loved today, not when you, there's not, not one more thing you need to do to be loved. It's today. It's happening now in this moment. And that's never going to change. You are worthy. You are enough. You are supported. When you can really get connected to that place, knowing that no matter what, anything that's going on around you, again, whether the person's calling you back, whether your partner is showing up, whether your bank account is looking a little iffy, whether you don't know when the next client's coming, whatever it is, you don't know when you're going to lose those 10 pounds or what, where you're moving or what's going to go on, right? There's a lot of unknown in our, in our world right now. But the point here is that when you can connect to your heart, there's a knowing that no matter what is going uh, on outwardly, you're safe inwardly. 
that you have got you, period. That is living a heart-centered life. And when you're connected to that, because remember, everything that's going on in your outer world is a reflection of what's going on in your inner world. Everything that's going on in your inner world is a reflection of what's going on in your outer world. So take a second and do an inventory on your life. How do you feel about your outward results? If you don't like them, all you have to do is look inside. So many people are like, okay, I need a strategy for the, like, the money, the business, the relationship. And I'm not against strategy. I love strategy. I'm a very high level um, strategic coach as well. But it all starts here. This is why I'm a self-love and business coach because I can teach you strategy all day. But until it's, you've got yourself good here, you're most likely going to sabotage because you don't feel good enough or it's never going to be enough. I want more and more and more. How many people do you see? It's just when, when, more and more and more. That's all ego. That's all living in the in the future, which you're not present. Everything you're looking for, happiness, joy, love, freedom, only exists in the present moment. The only way you can be present is to be heart-centered. Now, when you when you access this, that is when truly anything is possible in your life and you get to have heart-centered results. And again, like I said, that's when it becomes fun. Not again, because you're never going to have a flat tire or like last night, my power went out at like 1030. They had sent an email, um, you know, and then I forgot to turn the switch off. So then the lights came on at like 330 and I was like, whoa, like it was so bright. And then my fridge turned off and it was just like beeping and beeping and beeping. Like things happen. You know, people get flat tires, the toilet breaks, or you get sick or something doesn't work out. It's, it's, those are inevitable. It's how you navigate them. When you're more heart-centered, it's like, oh, okay, there's the issue. Where's the solution? Oh, there's the issue. I'm really triggered right now. Let me be responsible and go take care of myself and then come back and respond versus react. That's how you live a heart-centered life. That's how you have a happy, um, just a happy, loving life. It's because of your ability to choose to create and respond from your heart versus the opposite would be doing it from your ego and reacting. And that's fine. It's just when you react, you're creating more chaos. You're creating more of its like. But when you respond, you're creating more flow. So it's like, cool, I got a flat tire. Okay, not ideal. Call AAA. I'm going to, I didn't get a chance to call dad. I didn't get a chance to do my meditation. Let me just take this 30 minutes and do it in the car. There's nothing I can do about it. I can't control it. I can get super mad that I'm missing my meeting, but maybe I wasn't meant to be there. That's true freedom. So that's yeah, I love that. And I know when I, I know the number one question that we get inside of our community is how do I find clients? How do I how do I do this? How do I, how do I find this? I really need this. I really need this. And it's a lot of focusing on the lack or what is not there. And when I think about that beginning phase of my business, I can relate. I didn't have it. I was focusing on not having it, not having it, and then truly letting go and really connecting with people and just letting clients come to me letting I know 2020 is a few years back from now it still feels like it was yesterday there's still a lot of things coming from that and probably in the next couple of years as well but I know that was a really scary year for a lot of people and focusing on 
what we didn't have in 2020 and focusing on, okay, where is that next customer? Where is that next client coming from? I don't know where they're coming. When in reality, they're just coming from a different avenue now. That 2020 and the pandemic really shifted the focus of where people were coming and how they were spending their money and just how they were doing overall. It was a really interesting year for that. But focusing on not what we don't have, but focusing on what we do have has been such a really important thing. And I can even reflect on that myself. Randy, I want to talk a little bit about, you've mentioned it a few times and I wrote it down as a little note to circle back to it because I think it's something that's so important. It's something that I know you share is a part of you know your ritual, your day-to-day, but kind of bringing things back to gratitude. You mentioned, I I started writing down like two or three, and I'm sure you mentioned it a few more times, just different times that you were in life and then different things you were going through business, but you always brought it back to gratitude. I'd love to know, is that such an important piece when it comes to living a heart-centered life? And is that a really good tool that we have at our disposal? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, just again, to touch on what you just said, you know, what, again, we're at choice, we can focus on the lack or we can focus on what I like to say is what else is possible. So when 2020 mm-hmm. happened, you know, the people who thrived the most are the ones who got into what else is possible versus what am I losing? We're always going to be changing and evolving and growing. And 2020 showed us that more than anything. Um, so when you can get into your power in your heart, it's like, okay, what else is possible? The second you feel like you're blocked or you're in a corner or you don't have a choice, that's ego. Just there's no victims here. You're either a victim or you're a victor. So when you catch it, it's like, wait a second, wait a second, what else is possible? The second I get like a message or a thing and it's not aligning, I'm like, okay, slow down. I don't like the way this is going. What else is possible? I give myself a few minutes, sometimes an hour, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this is the solution, right? Because we have access to that when we live Mm -hmm. heart-centered. In light of gratitude, so remember all of these practices. So I have a practice that I do every single day. Um, I call it a self-care morning ritual. I journal, I meditate, gratitude. I do power statements. I visualize, I set an intention for my day. It's a big part of my foundation. I don't think I would be who I am or where I am without it. I teach this to my clients. Um, Gratitude is a practice that's so beautiful. And here's why, because it brings you present. Again, the mind wants to keep you, what happened? Can you believe what happened in the past? It's like, yeah, I can. What's going to happen in the future? I don't know, right? They're all things that are, the past is over. The future is not here yet. You want to be heart centered and you want to be happy and you want to feel free and you want to live the life of your dreams. You want to start doing things that are going to get you in your body and get you in this moment. Gratitude is a huge advocate for that because it gets you focused on what you already have. What if you were just grateful that you had a healthy body? that you had a loved one in your life, that you had a friend in your life, that you had enough money to pay your bills versus when am I going to get more money? When am I going to get more friends? When am I going to lose more weight? Yes, have goals, but having the gratitude for for what you have today is a very empowered place to be. It keeps you present and it will bring you more heart-centered. Now, hopefully you guys are starting to catch on to where I'm going with this. The more heart-centered you are, the more in gratitude you are of what you have today. Again, it's all a reflection. So if I'm believing that I already have the life of my dreams and I'm grateful for the smallest little things like this really cute sort of sparkly water bottle or, you know, whatever it is that's going on, my dog, like I love this, this plant. I love that like dream catcher thing. Like if we can just be happy and like gratitude for the things that we have now, 
It's emanating energy, you guys. Okay? So if I'm going out and I'm happy and all this stuff, do you think I'm maybe a little shinier, a little more attractive? Not because I look pretty, but because my energy is inviting. My energy is magnetic. Now all of a sudden I'm like, wow, there's another cool friend. Oh, there's another cool client. Oh, there's another cool person I might want to be in a relationship with. Look at all these opportunities. That's the simplicity of it. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's, it it is so simple. Like Randy mentioned, there's multiple things that are part of that everyday ritual. I know Randy will dive into that as well, but just kind of coming back and to Randy's point, staying present. I think that's the biggest thing, not focusing on what's happened in the future, maybe learning those lessons from what has happened and not, you know, waiting or anticipating or hoping you're getting to the future when you're really not living in the present, which it's really good in the present. (laughs) That's where, you know, Randy and I are right now. So I think that's just something really important to consider in, you know, of course, in business, no matter what phase or life of business you're in, whether you're starting as an entrepreneur, or maybe you're a veteran entrepreneur, and you've been in business for a few years, it's always good to kind of have that reminder to stay present and stay within your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I have chills. <laughs> Me too. I've had chills at a few different instances of things that we've talked about because it's really, really, really good stuff. Like Randy mentions, this is all really powerful things, but it's also really simple. It's really simple things that we can incorporate into our life. And Randy, I know you have a really incredible membership that I personally love myself and I wouldn't endorse anything if I didn't use it myself, but it's a really awesome resource for people who are looking to make the shift from staying in our ego and our head and really shifting into that heart-centered life. I'd love it if you could share a little bit more about the heart-centered collective membership and what that entails and yeah, why those tools are part of the membership that you offer. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So I created the membership a little over a year ago because I was teaching these really foundational tools to my one-on-one clients, which is a little bit more of a um, investment to work with me. Um, A lot of it is just really simple self-care practices, uh, affirmations, journal prompts, meditation, power statements, which is something I go deeper into, like how to create a power statement, how to visualize, how to manifest Um, all of those types of things. And I wanted it to be more accessible to people because, you know, one of my purposes is helping as many people as possible live a heart-centered life. So it kind of came in very clearly that I'm creating membership. It's called the Heart Center Collective as a way to help as many people as possible live from a heart-centered life. So what it is, it's a simple monthly membership. Um, You have access to all of my core foundational rituals, again, prompts, meditations, Um, affirmations, all of the things that I practice daily and teach my high level one-on-one clients. You have access to those tools. You have daily accountability. So we send an email every single day, like encouraging you, here's your prompt, here's your affirmation, here's your reason to stay with it today versus fall off. 
there's massive accountability here. And I think anyone listening has maybe tried this before. They've tried, oh, I'm going to journal or I'm going to meditate or I'm going to do that morning walk or whatever that is. But because there's no accountability, you fall off. So the idea here is to hold that space, to, to provide the tools, to hold the space, to hold the accountability for you to be consistent. Because what I've learned is when you practice these um, things consistent, consistently over time, that is when you see massive, massive transformation and results. It's very simple. Um, so we do it with a community of other women, um, very supportive. So, you know, you're not alone. You've got, um, you know, people to reach out to, ask questions to. Um, I also do a monthly live group coaching call every month, which is really powerful because I will teach on a topic. Um, and I typically will channel during these calls. So, some, you know, a lot of different beautiful divine truths are coming through. It's very inspirational. It's very heart centered. So again, going back to um, everything that I've been speaking about today, to be clear, is something that I practice every single day. My biggest commitment to myself is to live a heart centered life. So when I'm speaking and when I'm teaching, that is my frequency. That's what I'm holding for everybody else. So when you come on the call, um, it's bringing you present. It's bringing you back into your body. It's bringing you back to your heart. And again, the more connected to your heart, the more heart-based results you get to have. Um, I also do live coaching on there. So you get to like ask me a question. You get to see me coach the other people in the group. Um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful experience each and every month. A lot of the girls are, we're crying together. We're laughing together. It's a really beautiful community. Um, you also have unlimited access to all the resources. So every single resource that's uploaded in there, plus all the calls. So there's now a library of calls that you can access whenever you want. So it's just a really beautiful community um, membership to help help you really step into your power, learn how to fully love yourself, learn how to make yourself a priority, show up for yourself, um, live heart-centered and be consistent with this. And that is what, like I said, is going to help you to not only create the life of your dreams, but remember how powerful you are and that you have access to infinite possibilities. So it's a beautiful um, opportunity and membership. Um, it's only $88 a month. Um, it is a three-month commitment just because we want you to get the full experience and it takes a little time to integrate these practices. And most people want to stay long-term because it's just such a beautiful um, community. Um, and then I know, Jess, you and I chatted about doing something special for your audience. So for anyone um, that wants to join through, through your network, we're going to offer 50% off your first three months. So it's only would be only $44 um, to join. Yeah, I love that. I love a membership that embodies the resources and learning how to do something, but also the community and the accountability, which I know is something we all crave as entrepreneurs and as women. And I think it's really amazing. So we'll have details for everything you need to know about the Heart Centered Collective membership inside the show notes of this episode, along with a link to join and that discount code. So you can join for 50% off for your first three months to hopefully make it a really easy yes to say yes to yourself and say yes to a heart centered life. Absolutely. I would love that. And of course, if anyone has any questions, feel free to, to reach out or I know Jess can probably answer questions about it too, but 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Randy, I always love to find new sources of inspiration, and I'm sure you have some really amazing recommendations for our audience. I'd love to know what are your favorite Instagram accounts to follow, books to read, or podcasts to listen to? Yeah, so I feel like there's so many. Um, I'm kind of feeling into like some top ones. So one of my favorite accounts on Instagram is called Create the Love, Mark Groves. I'm sure a lot of your listeners probably know him, but if not, highly recommend following him. Just like such a heart-centered guy with like beautiful quotes. Um, he talks a lot about just like loving yourself, um, relationships, things like that. Um, there's also a woman that I recently started following, but it's called Do the Work Podcast. Her name's Sabrina. And she's just like really like no BS dating advice for anyone who's single and like really straight to the point. She makes some really, really good points. So I, she's really great too. Um, one of my favorite books is called Spirit Junkie by Gabrielle Bernstein. Um, such a great book. Universe Has Your Back by her too. Um, if you're really looking to live more present, um, Eckhart Tolle has a book called A New Earth. Um, this is the book that kind of started my massive transformation in my early 20s. Um, it's you got to be patient with yourself on that one because it like I had to read like every paragraph like three three times. <laughs> so just be patient with yourself, but it's very very powerful. Um, you know, interestingly enough, one of the podcasts I'm, I listen to Mark the Mark Rose podcast too. I love who he brings on, but Jay Shetty has been bringing on some really cool guests recently. I like his podcast. Um, this is kind of interesting, but there's a podcast called Man Talks. There's a guy named Connor Beaton, who I also really love because he's a heart-centered man. And I love what he shares for men too. So for mm -hmm. those of you, I, I think most of your community might be uh, women, but if there are any men, or if you're dating a man or in a relationship with a man, that's a beautiful uh, resource as well. So those are just a few that I love. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm personally a huge fan of Jay Shetty and I've loved all of the recent people he, he's invited yeah. and just the conversation he's had. It's been really, really great to see that uh, use of his really, really large platform. So I really enjoyed that. Um, and I am going to dive into all of these other accounts and books as well. And if you guys are looking for even more resources, Randy, if you connect with her, I know she'll share in just a second where you can find her over on social media and her website. But if you go to her Instagram bio, she also has a link for all of her resources for her coaching resources. And I know that Randy, you have a lot of other books and resources and tools linked in there as well. So Thank you so much, Randy, for having this conversation with me today. Where can our listeners go to find out more about you, your business, and the work that you do? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I So randyhalloway.com, I know you'll put it in the show notes. Randy is R-A-N-D-I, and Halloway is H-A-L-A-W-A-Y is my website. Uh, it's also my Instagram handle, just at Randy Halloway, same, same on Facebook. Um, like you said, link in my bio has a ton of resources. We've got free journal prompts, free meditation. We've got a ton of podcast episodes on there. We've got a shop with books and oils and card decks and all sorts of fun things in there. So tons of resources. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to send me a DM. Um, there's a form in there if you would like to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, if you want to join the Heart Center Collective, obviously there'll be a link in this, but there's also info in my bio on that as well. Amazing. Amazing. I think that there are so many resources that you offer, Randy, and also just the content that you're putting out in social media. So I think that that is so, so important. And I know we have one last thing to invite our 
amazing community too before we end this week's episode. So Randy, can you tell us more about the upcoming free workshop? I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. I want you to share all of the goodness that's going to be in that workshop, but would you mind sharing with us the details, what it's going to be like and yeah, why our community should come? Yeah, so I am uh, leading a workshop on July 25th at 5 p.m. PST. It is uh, completely free and it's called Back to You. So the idea here is kind of piggybacking on everything I shared here today is learning how to come back to you, learning how to uh, love you, show up for you, make you a priority. I'm going to take you through a process of really learning how to catch how the mind works and uh, get more into your heart, learning how to practice living heart centered, uh, which is the foundation for really anything that you want to create in your life. I'm going to teach you a process on how to get really clear on what it is that you want, create statements that really um, identify um, what it is that you want from a place as if it's already happened and teach you a visualization practice. And I'm going to teach you my ritual, the rituals that I use uh, the tools that I use um, every day to help me to get into my body, to help me to love myself, to help me to make myself a priority and set an intention, go into my day intentional each day. So uh, there's a lot of juicy things that I teach in there. Kind of, again, a lot of what I was sharing today, but I go deeper with it. We're going to laugh. We're going to have fun. I'll do some live coaching. There's going to be some prizes for those people who show up live. We like to make it really, really fun. And then, of course, if for some reason you can't make it live, still register. It's free. Um, you'll get the replay, so you'll still have um, access to that. But if you can come live, it'll be really awesome because, again, there'll be prizes. And if you have um, a friend you want to bring, that would be amazing, too. So we'd love for you guys to come. Again, it's on July 25th at 5 p.m. PST. Yeah, absolutely. And like I mentioned at the start of today's episode, I have had the pleasure to know Randy for a few years now, and I've been to quite a few of Randy's workshops, and they are all so good. So if you can carve out that time on July 25th, please show up live because like Randy mentioned for not only the workshop, but also for those coaching calls in the Heart Centered Collective, it's just a really high energy time with Randy, but with also all of the other amazing women and just people who will show up for those calls. So all of the details for that workshop and the link to sign up for free, it costs zero dollars and zero cents to show up live. Mm -hmm. will all be in the show notes of this episode. Thank you again, Randy, for coming on Hashtag Managed and sharing everything about your journey, shining your light to our audience, and just being a really good resource for our community. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate all of you listening. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'll be back on your podcast player in a week with another great episode with another amazing guest. Until next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.